What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. My name, of course, is Sean, and today's guest is singer-songwriter Ashley Barron. She talks about her new single, Kiss a Brunette, which is available now. It was released October 20th, how she started in the music industry, and so much more. Awesome chat. She's very down-to-earth, talks about some stories on the road. But before I get to my interview with Ashley, check out Sensibly Cynical wherever you get your podcasts. X is at Cynical Sensibly, Instagram, Sensibly Cynical Pod. Check out the Facebook page, WordPress, we are on there. Um, Bonfire has the merch. Now to my chat with Ashley Barron. Enjoy, everybody. All right, everybody. With me on the line, she is out of Northern California, currently residing in Nashville, Tennessee. Ashley Barron, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Singer songwriter, huh? How long have you been doing this for? Yeah, um, I have been in music for about ten years, um, but I've been in Nashville for seven. Yeah. So, well, let's just let's just dive into it. What uh, what made you what made you want to start? You know, getting songs done. You know, songs produced and everything. What made you get into the business? Yeah, uh, I had a really amazing voice coach in high school that wanted to get back into recording music, writing music and all that. And so he asked me when I was going to college if I would stay and record music with him. And so I did. And that led to me forming a band. And that's when I really found my passion was performing live. And I got to meet the local radio station. They got me in front of some big names. And they were like, you got to go to Nashville. And so thankfully they took me and I started to meet people here. And that ultimately led to my record deal. Yeah. So let's, I have a few songs I'd like to talk to you about, if that's okay. Sure. Beer in a bar. So that topped out at 37. Is that correct? On Billboard charts? Yes, it did. So talk about that song. What was the like uh, creativity behind it? What was the like vision? Yeah, that song was actually probably one of the first songs I ever wrote when I came to Nashville. Um, I was so fortunate to write with some amazing songwriters. One included on that um, was Michael Huffman and he wrote a lot of songs for George Strait back in the 90s. So it definitely, I think we kind of drew from that 90s feel and just wanted to have like a good time not so deep kind of upbeat song yeah so i've taken a listen to your latest song but before we get to that what are some other songs besides beer in a bar that you that you feel like i mean they're all good but what are some (laughs) what are some highlights that people should check out like from the like right after get done listening to this podcast besides kiss a brunette which is now available yeah what of your other discography is there some highlights that you have yeah definitely i mean i love my first album i went through a really horrible time in my life when i was writing that and so you'll find a lot of emotion in that um but i think the ones that i'm most proud of um that were on that album were one pretend he's you Um, because I wrote that 
during the time I was like finding out my ex had cheated and we were ending our engagement and people were like, you got to start dating. And I started to date somebody and it was just like this whole weird experience. And I like drew in the moment from like, from what I was going through to that song. And so as a songwriter, I'm really proud of that. Um, and then also a song on the album that I just absolutely love. And I was very fortunate. I got to write a song for my mom right before she passed away. And that one is called call her mama. And it is exactly my mom to the T. I love performing that song live because I feel like so many people connect to it, whether they're daughters or sons and it makes them think of their mom or they're a mom and it makes them think of their babies. Well, that like is just touching and i'm you know so sorry for your loss um but that's a wonderful tribute yeah um yeah. It, 2020 was a rough year and so to be able to release that album um the year after that's just where there's a there's a lot of emotions that went into that and so i'm very proud of that record yeah so you briefly mentioned george Strait. Um, is he one of your influences? Talk about that. Could talk, give me the list. Like, I'm sure you got quite a few, right? With your like eclectic taste and, and music here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm definitely all over the board. Um, George Strait, for sure. I mean, he is the epitome of classic country. He is the king of country. Like, he is that that whole style is really what I grew up on. I grew up on George Strait. I grew up on the very early Tim McGraw, Martina McBride, um, but also Johnny Cash and Merle mm-hmm. Haggard, Patsy Klein. Um, but at the same time, you know, I was a kid and I listened to everything. So I really I had a whole punk phase um, and listened to a lot of Blink-182, Incubus. Oh, man. Rock on, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And I grew up with older siblings, too. So they really introduced me. I mean, they were going it was like their punk phase. And I was just like sister tagging along, like wanting to be cool. Um, And then my dad was a huge classic rock fan. Um, He listened to everything from the Rolling Stones, CCR, the Allman Brothers. Um, My dad's into my dad's into the Rolling Stones. That's interesting. Yeah. You don't hear people don't mention them enough. They really don't. I know. And 70, 70s rock, man. I like, there's so many times I'm like, I was born in the wrong era because <laughs> I just wish I was down on Hollywood Boulevard, like going yeah. to all those clubs back in the day. You yeah. Know? Like, uh, yeah, me as well. Like, like Blink-182, you know, I could go on. I'm more of like rock heavy, but <laughs> all those, all those bands, like, yeah, brings back new brings back memories some 41 stained I and mean, we could go on and on and on oh yeah you know? oh yeah for sure. so northern california so talk about what was it like what was the music scene up there was it is that obviously you said that's where you grew up on country but what was the scene like up there did you start independently like yeah there? Uh, it wasn't i mean we didn't have a huge music scene. We had our, you know, an amphitheater that a lot of like main acts would come through. Um, that's where I went to my first concert. Um, and then, you know, it was just what's like- the, radio- What's the city, if you don't mind? It, well, so I grew up in a small town out, right outside, like 30 minutes from Sacramento. Oh, okay, um, okay. I know Sacramento. Yeah, the Kings. I'm a basketball guy. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, the Kings. I went to a ton of Kings games back when they were like at Arco Arena kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, we didn't have a huge music scene, um, but then definitely as I got older, you know, I found a lot of a really awesome, like small live music venues that I got to play at um, and that I just chased down for any gig I could. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So when did you first like start like understanding that you were actually getting a following? Like when did that whole breakthrough come out? What year was that? Like, did you feel like, all right, I got something here. I can, you know, dead horse and everything like that. What, what year was that? Um, so I actually just brought on Dead Horse um, this year. Okay, uh, so that's a newer, it's a newer uh, collaboration here. Yeah, yeah, newer okay. collaboration with, um, but they are great. I needed, I definitely started to really need um, someone for PR. So they've been great. But I think that when it came to like, when did things really start to pick up? Yeah, uh, it honestly was just like every every step I took, like a door just kept opening. And it's still been that way. And it's been more of a just like slow journey and following and just like, okay, well, if the door is going to open, then I'll walk through it um, kind of thing. And it's hard to measure success in the music business. Yeah. Um, I tell everybody, I mean, as long as I can support myself and do what I love and perform and go out and, you know, bring new music to people. So, like and obviously social media and that's a huge part in it and it's it's probably nice to have dead horse take care of the you know other stuff right where you just focus on your passion that's got to be kind of nice right lately oh yeah yeah social media is the death of me <laughs> <laughs> well, like me said. too this this podcast is just a hobby like you know yeah. not just a hobby but you know what i mean like i don't want to hate on anyone listening but you know what i'm saying like I have I have nickel and dime like ads, but I hear what you're saying, you know. Yeah, no, it's, totally. Like, it's the part like, that no one enjoys doing, really. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And I'm just like, like I said, I feel like I was born in the wrong generation. Like TikTok, I I don't even I don't even understand that. I'm like, what? Like, tell me what you want me to do. Yeah, and yeah it's it. funny because I have one for the podcast account. Yeah, and I literally, I literally will post like shit that I mean to get a message out, like promoting an episode or something, and it'll get like 50 views. But then I'll yeah. post like a tasting of the strawberry Coke, strawberry Dr. Yeah. Pepper, yeah. just like for, cause it just came out. I don't know if you taste, tried it yet, but no. Um, no, I'll put like a little clip of that tasting and it got like hundreds of views. I'm like, it's Dr. Pepper. So yeah. I, no. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, talk about some venues in California. What are some, what are some like your favorite places to play at? Honestly, I don't think I have like a favorite. Um, it's getting to the point now where it's like, I, it's hard for me to make my way back. Like I'm playing are you so many. Are you touring? Like going on local tours or? Yeah, no, we, um, uh, we actually just wrapped up our tour from the summer. Okay. Um, we yeah, we toured with Chad Brock and we did a couple shows with Craig Morgan as well. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so let's get to the release that October 20th, right? That's when it released? Yeah, that's when we released it. Yeah. Kiss, Kiss a Brunette. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a few comments. They're all good, of course. That, <laughs> that's a cool ass intro. It like tries to like tease, it like teases you and then it just like. And then it just like, it just goes in, you know, <laughs> but it's awesome. Yeah, um, 
what like that was on purpose obviously right you were just like oh i was trying to think of a cool intro yeah well actually so a lot of this like new songs that i've recorded and this one included um we played live all summer and so i brought this song to my band leader at the time well he's still my band leader my band leader yeah uh, yeah and i was like i was like hey like i i want to start performing these like can we create music around that and so he did and it was just so badass that i was like yeah. oh my god we got to record this and we started playing it live and it's one of our um show openers and so it's a big like kind of cool moment the band slowly walks on stage and then that's when it like hits big and all the lights come on mm. uh, and i that honestly this song is like kind of what inspired the rest of these songs and like the new direction i'm going because i like i said my passion is performing live and so all i wanted to do is be able to take our live performance because we are high energy we are rock we are loud we are big guitars mm. and i wanted to take what we are and be able to put that in our actual recordings and so i ended up asking my band leader to become my producer and so that's kind of where that idea for the song that we recorded like that's where it started it all started from a live show okay yeah so i pulled a lyric Kind of yeah. uh, not. To, I don't think it's the entire lyric, but I I pulled a you know, few words, yeah. and I'm gonna see. We're all just working with what God gave us. That is yeah. one of the best lines I've heard in a song because it's true. It's yeah. true. You can't. You know, God creates everybody, and you just make the best of what you got. You know, is that what? Okay. Is that? Is that what's part of it? It's just like a kind of a song you go out with friends and you just, you make the best, you have a good time. Yeah, it's funny that that's the lyric you pulled because that's what I feel like is the epitome of the song. You know, I feel like it can be very misconstrued. People can be like, oh my God, she hates blondes. And no, I don't hate <laughs> blondes. This is very much of a just like, the whole song is a metaphor of accepting who you are mm. and in it and not caring what society says is beautiful or what's the most in thing you know doing you and that's where that line kind of came from is pulling that all together of yeah we're just working with what god gave us all of yeah. us yeah every single person so yeah. um you got any funny stories on the road couple couple nights with crazy you know drinks or people being crazy anything um oh my gosh i mean we've had we had such a good time on the road honestly like i'm very very lucky my band is the most amazing band in the world and we are seriously like a family uh this was our second year touring together and we just had so much fun we this year we got to be in a bus and so we had really? some stuff that's awesome yeah yeah we had some stops along the way at some koas which is now my favorite thing in the world so, so hold on so ashley just be yeah. honest this became a at times it was a glorified bar crawl is that what you're saying yeah. well yeah <laughs> I'm, I mean, kidding, first... I'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> no but i mean you know that's yeah that happens no I um, but this uh, year is really fun yeah so that's basically there's like a tons of stories like that where you just come out and you have a good time and on to the next stop i'm trying to think of like the funniest story we just have just give me something it doesn't have to I know, be our, like... 
crazy. Okay, so this is this is pretty funny. And this is actually from two years ago, but like I never let him live it down. And it's still like to this day cracks me. I'll just like randomly think of it. You know those stories you just randomly think of and start laughing? Yeah, yeah. Trust me. Yeah. That is this one. Um, so one of my guitar players is from London and but he's been in the States for a little bit. Um <laughs> he's actually been in the States for a long time. I I need to give him more credit. But, but we, if you don't, if you don't bust his chops to it, like who's gonna, yeah. I know. No, so this was our very first, like we had to leave a venue to drive through the night to get to the next venue. And we didn't have a bus driver. So my band leader was like, he's a control freak and he loves to drive. And so like, that's what he does. And finally, I was like, okay, this route, you're gonna have to like, you can start, but you're gonna have to go to sleep. Somebody else is gonna have to drive like you can't, there's no way. So he's like, okay, 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 fine. So finally, Aiden's like, I'll do it. I'll drive. And so I can't sleep. So I'm up. And we are coming through Chicago at like 2am. And Aaron was like taking the maps of no toll roads. And I was getting so annoyed because I was like, let's just get there. Take the toll roads. I don't care. <laughs> so Aiden's like, all right, we're taking the toll. And then he goes, we like, it's Chicago at 2 a.m. Like this, no, there is nobody else on the road in this ginormous city. And we come up on this toll and I'm like, it's fine. We have a fast pass. Like you just go through, like, don't stop. You just go through. Right. Well, he comes to the most screeching halt because the bar was down and all you hear in the very back is thump. And it was Aaron who had just fallen asleep, hits the back of one of the seats. We are dead silent. I mean, like we came like this close to hitting this like ramming wow. And we all stopped. The thing slowly rises and we just keep driving through. <laughs> oh, still no one says anything. And all of a sudden you hear from the back, Aaron goes, all right, pull over. I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Abort mission. Yeah. <laughs> that most hilarious thing Yeah, that is, that, that is funny. That is funny. So um, you said you just finished a uh, tour. How many stops? Uh, we had... Probably almost 50 stops this summer. And where were the states? Like, what were the... We were we were kind of all over. Um, a lot of it was a big Midwest um, pull, a lot of okay. Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Um, but then we also had some down south in Florida. Where um, in Florida? Because that's where I am. I don't know if you're aware of that, but yeah, I'm in Florida. Um, no, I was not aware of that. Um, yeah, yeah. It probably was on my little email and it's hard to read all the details. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we were in Orlando. No way. That's not where I'm at now, but I'm in Pensacola, but that's where I grew up. Oh, I grew up in Orlando. Nice. Where, uh, what was the, um, venue? We were at, um, we were, if you say was, the barn, if you say the barn, no, it no, wasn't, the barn. We you were, know where the barn was, is, right? I don't know where the barn is. I've only been, that was probably no. my first time in. Orlando. Next, next time, next time you go down there, Ashley, go to the barn in Sanford. Okay. It's the a, barn. Yeah, it's like a big ass country venue. I think it's still there. It's it's huge. You should you should look into it. But anyways, oh. what's what's the uh, what's the name of it? We were there. We were. It was at a venue right outside of Epcot. Um, we were there with the Scleroderma Foundation, who I team up with, and we were doing a a private event for them. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, because I went to school there, and that's where I'm from. So. 
Hey, yeah, hey. when you said when you said Florida, I'm like, I gotta figure out where. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so this gotta be tiring, but you got a bus. What were you doing before the bus? Were you just getting Dan life? You were Dan, in... you're just you were just going old school. Oh yeah, we and we still had a couple stops this last summer that we had to have a van because of the way logistics worked out, which was fine. I mean, we kind of upgraded this year. Like we were, it was a bus and then a Sprinter van, so that was like it was more comfortable. Was this but, like was this like before the pandemic? Like some of this stuff? No. So we started touring. So we had we toured this summer and we toured last summer. Last summer we were touring in a band or okay. in a van. So after the pandemic, yeah. Yeah, after the pandemic. And then in 2021, I was on tour with T. Graham Brown. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's awesome. Um, all right. So this released October 20th. So what, uh, hate to be that person, like what's next, but. No, that's, I mean, know. that is. In that, in that, in that society though, I, some part of me, can I go on a diatribe here, Ashley? Well, it's my yeah. podcast, right? But yeah. I think that's I think that's part of the issue with society is that people just so on to the next. I just did it right there. I said, "Hey, it's great. This was out two weeks ago, but what's next?" Like, yeah. I just yeah. caught myself like, just smell the roses, right? That's how part of this song is about, right? Just enjoy life. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it is. It is, and I think even I just caught myself. Yeah. Well, we're so used to it. It's instant gratification in our hands. You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, that was two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, what do you got coming out? Well, and it's funny, like, as an artist, because we're constantly dreaming. It was of, more like, than two okay, weeks ago, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I get it. Like, we're, I'm in the same boat, but we are working on a full project. So that's not a bad question because there will be more to come. Um, and we'll see, we've got, we've got almost everything recorded and um, new imagery and all that stuff. So we'll see how we decide to release it. Yeah, all right. Um, social media, where can people find you on there? Yes, Ashley Barron Official on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. Um, and then ashleybarronofficial.com um, for all my tour dates. All right. So, Ashley, I'm going to put you on the spot. One last question. Okay. Bring it. Who is your, and I'm prefacing by saying your, greatest musician of all time? Okay. Well, wow. Now you really got me in a pickle. When you say musician. Yeah. Not band. Not musician like the person that's singing obviously just solo act oh like the singer the, the singer this the artist yes oh okay artist greatest of all time oh my god that's really hard that's really hard <laughs> that's really hard i'll preface it by saying i think the greatest singer of all time like in our generation okay yeah was... you can preface it i was just throwing something out there you know <laughs> Well, because I'm like, I, I could go on. Like, I mean, there are, there's so many great singers. I freaking think. Oh, have Frank at it. I think we still have a little time left. Have at it. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> Frank was a great singer. I think Patsy Cline was phenomenal. Um, I think Adele is out of this world. Um, Patsy Cline, that was one of the, that's one of the goats for sure. Yeah. And uh, personal hot take, but um, Lisa Paramore, Haley is Haley Williams. Wow. That's a, that's a hot take. That's like a super yeah. hot take. Um, like, I also, you said you go towards more like heavy rock. Um, um, I'm, 
when I was 16, I went to a Disturbed concert. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Are you familiar uh, with, you're familiar with Disturbed, right? Yes. Hard rock. Yeah. 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 Well, I listen to, I listen to a lot of Screamo and. Really? I, oh man, this yeah. podcast, we could keep going. <laughs> We're talking about Screamo. Holy shit. Like Nirvana, yeah. like Ozzy, that type of shit. Oh no, even harder than that. I love <laughs> like right now, one of my favorites is, and the reason I got into Screamo was Hailstorm. Um, and Lindsay Hale, she actually lives in Nashville, but I would say she's also like freaking one of the most phenomenal vocalists mm -hmm. I've ever heard. So um, what's your your stalling? So what's your pick? Do you one of the three? Is that what okay. you're gonna say? But then if I go to like my classic favorite, Carrie Underwood. I All mean, right. there's the there's the answer. There you go. There's you can't even deny it. Her vocals are insane. All right, Ashley. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was fun. All right, congrats on all your success, and uh, everyone should check out Kiss a Brunette wherever you get your music. Yes. All right. See ya. Bye.